Hello, my name is Bruce Milmstrom, and you are listening to Faith, Fatherhood, and Figuring It Out. I'm so glad you're here. We'll hear stories and insights from both dads and daughters on the importance of the dad-daughter relationship to help single dads navigate this journey and learn to lead and love our girls well to set them up for success in life. If you missed episode one with Carolyn Johnson, I'd encourage you to go back and have a listen. Carolyn shared how the unexpected death of her dad when she was nine impacted her identity and journey well into her adult years. You'll definitely want to go back and listen. Now for today's episode. Wouldn't we all as dads of girls love to see our daughters grow up to be strong, confident, whole women? I'm imagining as a dad, you're shaking your head in agreement with me as you hear me read this. Our guest today speaks to how this was made possible in her own life by her father. Joining me today is my friend Denise Boyd, a teacher and mother of four girls ages 3 to 19. So tune in and hear a little about Denise's journey with her dad and some of her insights for us as fathers in raising our girls. Denise, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So yeah, let's dive right into it. Folks, if you haven't listened to the pre-launch, go ahead and back and listen to that. And you will hear the one question that I'm asking of all my guests in the pre-launch episodes. And that was, how important is the role of a father in his daughter's life for instilling identity? So Denise spoke to that. It was fire. And you will be blessed by listening to that. So Denise, what I want to ask you right now is just a bunch of questions. And we'll chat for around 20 minutes or so and kind of wrap things up. But uh, yeah, I just want to get the take. I want This show is more about getting having guests on to share about what that relationship was like with their father. Um, there's fathers coming on, there's daughters coming on. Um, actually, one of the future episodes, I'm going to have my daughter on, and it's going to be it's going to be fun. So as a mother of four, I'll ask you this question initially. What are some of the challenges and maybe obstacles that you see raising daughters? Well, first off, my first daughter, who is 19, I technically raised her without her father really being in her life. Um, So my father had to step in for her. So the challenge for me before I was married was trying to make sure that she had a father figure in her life. Now, with my other four, my other four girls, the challenge really is them figuring out who they are but also me helping to guide them, to show them and help them see who they are. <laughs> the biggest issue that I'm having, though, is the, the, the back talk a little bit, even from the three-year-old, or the little nagging <laughs> from, from all of them, from every last one of them. But other than that, you know, it's a, it's a great journey. Awesome. Thank you so much. So I appreciate that. So when you were... Growing up, I mean, you spoke in the pre in the pre launch your previous the short um, session. You spoke what your relationship was like with your father. Could you just speak to that a little, little bit again? Like, what was your relationship like with your dad when you were growing up? So, with my father, my relationship was super awesome. Everything I needed and a lot of what I want, I had, and it's crazy because it's still the same. Like, he's still the same, and it reminds me of God because God. He he was, he is, and he will forever be, and he will not change. So my father pretty much showed me that in his life, even though his upbringing was totally different 
from mine. He he decided that he really wanted to be there for me and my sister, and, and we definitely got the best of him. So like I said before, my dad did not like any other guy to buy us things, and so whenever people would try to buy me stuff, I would always say no because I know my dad. But I had one guy friend when I was 21. He bought me a karaoke machine, and sure enough, I did not tell my dad because even though I was grown, I did not know what would happen, and I knew that that was something that he did not stand for because he always used to tell me whenever a guy gives you something, they want something in return. So I just made sure, you know, that I didn't make any of those kind of transactions because my father would not stand for that. Oh, that's funny. I love it. I love it. Next question would be, what is one of the biggest lessons or some lessons that you can speak to that you learned from your relationship with your dad that you're now applying in your life today? So my dad was very generous. Um, He is full of humility. And I don't know why, but every time when my sister and I were young, at least I didn't know it then, he would always sing these uplifting songs and these songs that will calm us down. And we never understood why he would because my dad can't really sing. <laughs> and he wouldn't be upset with me saying that. But he would always sing these songs. And thankfully for us, those songs were something that would help keep us grounded. So those songs grounded me, but they also kept me grounded. So those are the same things that I'm doing for my daughter. So I would plant certain things and their minds that they need for the future without them even realizing that they're getting. Because what happens to us as people is whatever we get, it goes in, and it continues to go in. And what I notice is that a lot of parents, when they call their young kids bad, they usually grow up to be that way. My parents, my dad, never called me bad. He never said anything negative, you know, to me about things like that. And that speaks volume to me. So whenever I address things with my kids, I speak things as though they should be, you know, if they are not very well. And I also participate in things like my dad used to participate in things with us. My sister and I, when we were younger, we used to play church. And my sister and I, we had to have an audience. So my dad would always participate, even though it was probably... (laughs) One of the worst church services, he would always participate and he would always clap. And if he could figure out a song, he would sing with us. So it was pretty cool. So whenever whenever my kids are doing something, that means they want my attention if they ask for my attention. So I purposely make sure that I stop what I'm doing and I give them my attention. Like back in that time, there weren't really cell phones. <laughs> so now I even put my cell phone away to make sure that I give them the attention that they deserve. Because if I don't give them the attention now, Later on in life, someone else will give them that attention. Mm, I love that. And it's all, it's all about, I heard in, in what you sh- just shared right now, just the intentionality of being present in, in, your, in your daughter's lives. And that's, that's so important. And that's part of the reason for even this whole podcast, like the underlying message of this podcast is, is dads, you know, um, when you're trying to navigate to your, your, being, your, your faith, being a father and figuring that out, is be intentional with your kids when when they want to spend time with you turn that phone off when you come in that door turn that phone off unless you're like say on call for work or something like that but but turn it off and focus on your kids because as you said Denise I mean they're only little for so long 
And if we don't pay attention to them and invest our time in them when they're older, someone else will. And we need to learn to lead and love them well so we can set them up for success in life. So that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You are welcome. So one of the next questions I want to get asked, and I think you kind of spoke to this, is, yeah, you did. I said, what was your relationship like with your father when you were growing up? But you really kind of just answered that in your last question. It sounded like you had an amazing relationship with your father. So tell me, tell, tell myself, tell the guests, what was one of your most favorite moments, memories with your father? It sounds like he's still with you today. So what has been one of your favorite memories that's kind of carried you that you're like, it just touches your heart when you think about it? Oh my gosh. So there are several. So when we were younger, my dad would pretty much participate in everything that we did. But one of the things that he would try to instill in us was always, you know, helping other people. And the biggest thing that I always remember with him is how he would extend himself to help others and and how we would be a part of it. And back in the day, I didn't really understand why we were always helping all of these people. But when I tell you all of the things that he has done, he has received, you know, those blessings back. So he sowed a seed and the seed sprouted. So for me, spending that time with him actually showed me that small beginnings create like a <laughs> a big tree. Like, for example, the mustard seed, it starts very small, but it grows to be a big thing. So for me, it's not just one thing in my life. It's, it's several things, several situations with my father. But the most special one, honestly, is when, <laughs> when my husband and I got married, he and I danced. That was the very first time as an adult that I remember dancing with my father. And it was so emotional because I was 32 when I got married. <laughs> I was 32. So it was, it was very, it was very emotional and very touching. Here I am, 32 years old, dancing with my dad, <laughs> you know, at my wedding. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's beautiful. I can just, I can picture that right now. And now I'm sure that was a, just a lovely memory for your father as well, which is like he'll, cherish that forever so that's wow that's so cool thank you for sharing that the next question i want to ask you is how did your relationship or how has your relationship with your father impacted your relationship with god and your view of god in your own life so my relationship with my father is a glimpse to heaven it's a glimpse of our father in heaven and for me it just I don't know, it just helped me to see God for who he is. Like my dad, as I said before, he would do everything that he could for anyone. And honestly, before I was even thought of, before I was, you know, here, he, I think he was going to see my mother when they were dating and she was going to college in, a, I guess, a state away. And his car broke down and this family, I remember because she tells this story all the time, but it's a beautiful story, this Family saw him, and they came, and they took him in. It was raining. He's out there trying to fix his car, and he couldn't fix it. And the the family took him in. They gave him some clothes. They washed his clothes and helped him get his car fixed and sent him on. And he tried to pay them, and they said, no, don't pay us. You're not going to pay us. Instead of paying us, we want you to, we want you to, I can't figure out the phrase, but we want you to go and help other people more or less, pay it forward. 
and that's something that that he teaches me and that's something that God wants us to do as people because blessings were blessings are given to us to give to others. Blessings aren't something for us to just hold in our hands. It's something that's supposed to flow. Blessings go out, blessings come in. Amen. Wow. That is that is so so powerful. And that's and that's something that I try to teach my daughters as well. Like I think everything that happens in, in life, like in our families, we can use as as coaching moments, not like, you know, coach, not correcting, like disciplining, but I try to look at, instead of discipline, I'm like, it's a coaching moment. How can I share with you a story, you know, my girls, that will help coach you and encourage you along in your journey to becoming closer with God? For example, in my own life, I, you know, I'm not perfect, of course, none of us are, we're, we're human, you know, we're, we're flesh, but I remember a time when I, instead of using a soft answer to correct my daughters, it came out harsh, and they're really they're sensitive, and it hurt their hearts. So I had to come back later and ask for forgiveness and say, "Listen, Caitlin, Annabelle, what Daddy did was wrong, and it I disrespected you for who you are, and I asked that you would." You know, forgive me for that. If you could find it in your heart to forgive Daddy, and it was hard because like it wasn't hard. It was like I was doing. There was tears. Like it was real. It was raw. It was emotional. I'm like, I really hurt and wounded my daughters, and I I need to like most men we try to like fix things, but you can't fix that. You need to like come in humility and honor your daughters or your sons, and ask for forgiveness, and then let God bring healing to that to that wound to that situation. So yeah, thank you for. I'm so glad that you have such a great relationship with with your dad what i want to ask you now is is uh that was that you just what you just shared just reminded me of that story for uh to share about my daughters what things do you do like intentionally to connect with your girls on a deeper level okay so this is so crazy god has been speaking to me more as i help you know connect with my my daughters and the the last thing I remember is one of my daughters she when she would play well all of them kind of do this but one of them is a little more I don't want to <laughs> sound bad mean but she's a little extra and um, she couldn't get a toy to do what she wanted it to do and this is the five-year-old so she got upset she threw it down and she had a little tantrum and then I said, okay, Riley, now you have to put the toy up because I tried to guide her through doing what she needed to do, but she wouldn't listen. So I said, okay, it has to go up. And she got so upset. And I said, no, you have to put the toys away now because you got upset and you need to have a little time to find your happy thoughts again. And she literally wasn't having it. <coughs> Excuse me. And she said, mommy, I want a hug. And I told her, I said, baby, you can have a hug, but you have to wait till you're done. Because in the past, whenever she would get a hug from me, what she would do is not do what she was supposed to do. It kind of threw me off of what she was doing in the beginning. So what I do now is I stop what I'm doing. And this last time I did it and didn't give her a hug, I said, no, you cannot have that hug until you do what I asked you to do. And the interesting thing is that God just gave me something that was just for me. And he told me, he said, well, that's the same thing with you. You want me to give you a hug or give you these blessings, but you haven't done what I asked you to do first. 
And those moments like that with my daughters are, they're amazing. They're amazing. Just like one, well, here's a story for me. All of my kids have a, well, at least the younger ones. The older one, she knows who she is for the most part. But my younger ones, because they don't know who they are, I assigned all of them a superpower. And their superpower is related to their first name. So Kinsley is kind, Riley is reliable, and Skylar is sweet. And whenever they show a behavior, a behavior that is not related to what their superpower is, I have to remind them what their superpower is. And it normally helps us get back, you know, on the right track, which for me is amazing. I don't know how this even, how this revelation came to me. But it works for the most part. And the best thing for me right now is that I have an eight-year-old who decided she wanted to be a, a YouTuber. She wants to be a video creator for YouTube. And before I even started, I said, okay, we can do this. But there are some things that you have to do first before we can do this. I said, there are some kids out there that don't have this opportunity. They don't have a lot of the things that you have. So before we can do this, we have to make sure that you know that you are blessed. You Make sure you're grateful, and whenever you get ready to do your videos, if you are not acting in your superpower, then you cannot do this video. And the beautiful thing is that we normally have really good weeks because she wants to make sure that she can do her YouTube video every week. That is awesome. I have never heard of that before, assigning your, your children a superpower for each of them. I'm like, can I borrow that with my girls? Can I have it? Of course. Yes. Perfect. I'm excited. <laughs> because my daughters, okay, Caitlin Hope means pure hope. That's her first and middle name. And Annabelle is Annabelle Grace, but Annabelle means beautiful grace. So she's like a double portion of grace, beautiful grace, grace. So I'm going to assign my daughters some superpowers. I love it, love it, love it. So what is one thing before we kind of close off here that you want to share with our audience to encourage fathers in their journey with their kids? Well, one thing based off of everything that I've said is to be intentional. Um, a lot of people don't really like to plan, but if you don't plan, then you pretty much plan to fail as the saying goes. So whatever you do, make sure that you are intentional because you are your kid's first teacher. And whatever they learn from you, they will take with them. Because even as young kids, whatever they hear whatever they see, whether you're intentionally doing it or not, it's going to stick with them because their brains are like soil and whatever you plant will grow. So make sure that you're putting good seed on that soil. So that's my advice. Hey man, that just reminded me like I, I had to really correct out of the abundance of the heart the most speaks there. I used to some drop some words that shouldn't have been spoken around my kids and one day I'm driving along and I hear this word out of the back seat. I'm like, where the heck did that come from? And God's like, you know, hit me upside the two, head with a two by four. Like instantly he's like, it came from you. So I had to correct that. So thank you so much for sharing that. So yeah, dads, if you're, if you're hearing this, be intentional with your kids, with your daughters, with your sons. Because as Donnie said, we are our children's first teacher. And how they learn to, to interact with others they get from watching us, from listening to us. And they are such amazing sponges. So be careful what you're putting out there because your children are going to emulate what you say, what you do. Not 
how you ask them to be or how you tell them to be. So build an intentional relationship with your kids, dads. Denise, thank you so much for sharing. Now this is your turn. Tell our audience what it is that you do, what it is that you're working on, and how they can get a hold of you. All right. So first off, thank you again for having me. This has been amazing, and it's really in line with what I'm doing. So I really don't do work for fathers, but I do things for mothers because I kind of relate, you know, to to mom. And so my main business, which is Dunny'sBoy.com, is a blog, and I also do content creation on YouTube where I create different posts and videos that help moms with their mindsets and also with making money because if your mindset isn't right, the paycheck doesn't matter. You know, that's my saying. No matter how big or small the paycheck is, it won't matter if the mindset isn't right. Now, what I'm going to move into, the expansion of my business is called The Unprofessional Mom. And The Unprofessional Mom is a huge deal for me because a lot of moms try to be perfect and they try to act like they're perfect, but we weren't created to be perfect. We were created to do the best that we can. And with the unprofessional mom, what my goal is, is to help busy moms balance their parental responsibilities with, without sacrificing their mental, physical, or financial wellness, which is what's important to be a whole person. And if they want to reach me, they can find me, of course, on my website. Um, they can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, Denise Boyd, D-O-N-I-S-E-B-O-Y-D. And they can find me on Instagram, I believe, and Facebook as The Unprofessional Mom as well. That is awesome. So thank you so much. So, uh, folks, I will have those links in the description to this uh, episode. Denise, thanks again so much for joining us on Faith, Fatherhood, and Figuring It Out. It has been a pleasure having you as a guest, and I look forward to continuing to watch you and what God is unfolding in your life and in your family, and perhaps having you on again as a guest in later show and just seeing the progression of what it is that you're working on. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would hit subscribe for this show and leave a rating and review. Then head over and listen to the next episode with Dan Fraser, where he shares his thoughts on how our words create worlds, how the words we speak either create or tear down, how we can create life in our kids and bring forth their identity. 